Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week we're talking about my incredible chin, the Brothers Grimm, and a special edition of Kindness News. Welcome to The Kindness Project. I'm joined by Chris Dames. He's not old... Yet. Yet? <laughs> what are you trying to say? And I'm joined by uh, Charlotte Dames, the girl whose laugh is fantastically infectious and chin is unbelievably ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean by not old yet? Yet. Well, getting when, there, mate. Well, you getting when, on a bit. Well, when, <laughs> when, when, do, when do you actually get old, in your opinion? <gasps> I don't know. See, I asked Sophie the other day and she said, like, everybody's old. Like, when you're six... Everybody is old, <laughs> like like relatively forty is ancient, isn't it? Oh my god! When you see, I think I think men for 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 men old should be a lower number because you know women have a longer lifespan. So yeah, true. But I surely old is more a mental thing, isn't it? Like you know, I I know I know blokes my age who go, oh, I feel old. It's like well, you're like not even in the middle of your life yet. Do you know what I mean? You've still got ages. Why are you looking like that? You've still got ages to go. I mean... Um, But yeah, so I think that uh, age, um, even though the body uh, is having some issues... Deterioration. Not deterioration. (laughs) Having some issues I need to fix that I probably wouldn't have had when I was 20, uh, I don't feel old. I I definitely don't feel old. But Charlotte, that chin... That chin is a lovely chin. Um, <laughs> Something but, we don't speak of unless I take a funny picture of it. Well, it's like Voldemort, is it your chin? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we do we, not speak of the chin. Unless we have seen the chin. <laughs> have you seen the chin? But I, I don't know how you make those shapes with your chin. I mean, have you been practising up in your bedroom or something? Is it a skill you've acquired over time, having a flexible chin? I just like to, I just like to pull funny faces. Sometimes when I when I move my mouth weirdly, my chin kind of bends and misshapes and wrinkles. I mean, you are a beautiful girl. Not really, no. You are. Okay. You are. But that chin, I mean, that chin is is incredible. It's absolutely incredible, um, and it, and it's great. But I, I tell you what, you're both actually both both you and Sophie. When you laugh, you I just can't help getting excited. I just can't help that feeling of just Euphoria. you make you make me happy when you laugh. No, thanks, old man. That's all right. No, you said I wasn't old. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying Thanks. to get you there. I'm trying to get you there. Uh, yeah, you are. You give me so much worry. It's, it's untrue. Just about that chin. Um, <laughs> so, listeners, um, let's talk about uh, what we always talk about at the introduction to the Kindness Project. The question. Oh, oh sorry. You wanted to do the trailer, didn't you? <laughs> question of the podcast. Trying something new, guys. <laughs> We are trying something new. It used to have a different tune, didn't it, the question of the podcast? I remember it went. All right, okay, that's fine. So question of the podcast this week is, what was the last TV show you really got into and why? What was yours, Charlotte? Um, It was either Teen Wolf or Grimm. Uh, Grimm because, like, oh, I love Grimm. Um, it, it's got all these characters and they're all seen, like, it's based off the Brothers Grimm. So all the characters, all the... Who? The Brothers Chin. <laughs> the Brothers Grimm, uh, the, the stories of the Brothers Grimm. Uh, and 
Honestly, all the characters they're based on like animals and monsters. Okay. You got the lizard people, and you got the. When was the? When were the lizard people in one of the Grimm's fairy tales? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just no, asking. You know, I haven't read them, but they're they're based off the brother. They're, and at the start of every episode, there is a quote from the brother. One of the stories, right? Yeah. So, okay. um, but some of the characters they are of a certain species, and yet they're not like that so you have the main character Nick and he's a Grim and what Grims usually do is they go around and they chop off all the heads of all these <laughs> what they what they usually do listeners and what Charlotte's just done is throw a pencil on the floor. I mean I don't know why she needed to hold or throw that pencil. No but they chop they chop they chop off the heads of all these creatures. How do they feel about pencils? <laughs> the, well, they, they write, do they, they do they try and intentionally damage pencils as well? No, they write in these journals and they write stories about all the all the kills they've had. Do they write in pencil? No, they write in pen and German and Japanese and yeah. Australian sometimes. Australian? What else? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise Australian spoke another language. It's a dialect. Yeah. All right, mate. All right, cover. So my one is uh, uh, one that many of our listeners would have caught <laughs> up <Game> with. <laughs> I was going to announce that properly, and you were like, that no, Game of Thrones. Many of our listeners would have watched already and a long time ago. It's Game of Thrones, and I got the box set for Christmas. Uh, watched it quite binged a lot. It. Well, not, but I didn't binge it. It took me a few months to get through it, but watched yeah, it. Yeah, it was quite slow of you, in fact. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I had some, some other stuff to do, funny enough, Charlotte. <laughs> uh, podcast, running a business, uh, doing doing a, a study, and yeah, doing a few bits, and watching Game of Thrones. So every time I was watching it. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a mate uh, Sam who are uh, uh, who works with me, uh, and we went into the office every time we went in the office. I went, oh, I'm up to this part, and he used to turn around and go, tell me something that happened, sort of two two seasons after. And listen, I don't I don't want to mention any specific uh, incidents, just so in case. Dead. Just in case you haven't watched Game of Thrones, but I, I, I didn't think I was going to get into Game of Thrones and then sort of gave it a chance, three or four episodes in, absolutely loved it. But I can't even remember the last show I really got into because I don't, you watch. Line of Duty. Line of Duty, maybe. Yeah, Line of Duty was very, very good. What what's your What show have you given a chance and you thought, actually, I'm. Uh, um, I don't know. Oh, this, this is very difficult actually because I usually don't. I don't like putting down shows. Um, but like there's some shows and you watch them and you kind of go, "That's like an hour of my life wasted." Yep. Yeah. Most reality TV, in my opinion, is that. Yeah, yeah but some reality, reality TV, it's amusing to see how stupid people are. Yeah, but why? Why would you even waste your energy looking at that? I don't know. I usually just listen to it. It's funny. Right, difference of opinion between podcast host listeners because I think most reality TV is an absolute waste of time. Yeah, but but anyway, anyway, podcasting is the medium that everybody should be getting into, shouldn't they? Most people don't think podcasts are stupid. I don't know. I like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> You're the host of a podcast. That yeah, you, but like, that most, you don't... People, most people are like, oh yeah, music's amazing. And, and then you turn around to someone and go, well, what are you listening to? And you and you go on a podcast and they will look at you like, you are so out of fashion. No, like, no. Pod, pod, no podcasts, are, podcasts are the in thing now. Pod, ah. Everybody loves a podcast. We obviously move in completely different circles, Charlotte. Oh, no, I, which which I'm is... Um, kids, mate. Which is... <laughs> which 
which is not surprising considering I'm 40 and you're 14. <laughs> if I was moving in your circles, it'd be a bit worrying, wouldn't it? Well, I'm moving more in your circles than you are, mate. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want to call me mate again? <laughs> All right, mate. Yeah, mate. No, mate. cool, mate. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we've got some really refined listeners. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening to a podcast. Mm. And our listeners really like to um, get involved in the podcast, don't they? Because we get a decent number of comments on Facebook and Twitter every week um, uh, getting involved in the question of the podcast. But how can people actually uh, get in touch? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> hola at... Um, no, not hola at the kind, it's probably that's the email. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nearly six months we've been doing this. Okay. Nearly okay. six months. Okay. Uh, Hola. <laughs> Hola. H. Hola. Hola. Uh, kindness. Uh, that's the Twitter. And then at. How's that spelled, Charlotte? H O L A kindness. Okay. Silent H. Yeah, it's a silent oh, okay. H. <laughs> He's giving me the jun- judgmental looks again. Hola <laughs> um, at the kindness project. Hola. uk. That's the email. Yes. That's the email. Uh, and then you do yours, and I'll do mine, and then we'll be done. <laughs> are you getting like sort of honestly? It's like sort of, there are people who will listen to this for the first time. This will be the first ever podcast they listen to, and they'll go, "What is this shambolic nonsense?" Listen to it's a bit of fun. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen to podcast one. It's no better to be honest. But you know, <laughs> give it a worse. go. It's not worse, but yeah, give it a go. So uh, yeah, you can get in touch with us at Holla Kindness H O L A Kindness on Twitter uh, or Holla at thekindnessproject.co.uk. Uh, our website is www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. No, or we can do um, individual Twitters. So what's your individual oh, Twitter bio? Um, uh, uh, handle. Handle, 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 handle. My, my bio is something I've forgotten long, long ago. Charlotte J. Dame, C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E-J-D-E-A-M-S. A bit fast. <laughs> and my uh, Twitter handle is Chris, C-H-R-I-S, D for Delta, A for Alpha, E for Echo, M for Mother, S for Sugar. So that was potentially one of the most shambolic introductions we've ever done. Um, Should we get on with the show? So it's that time again for Kindness News. And what edition is it this week? It's the special edition. Kindness News Special Edition. Which means we've got even more kindness news than ever before, right? So, would you like to share your first kindness news story? Okay, it's called Pick Up the Tab. Pick Up the Tab. Okay, this one you might like, I don't know. Hundreds of thousands of workers were affected by the US government shutdown last autumn. So when waitress Sarah Hodal heard two National Guard soldiers discussing how they would be missing out on pay, she decided to pick up the bill for them, leaving a note that read, thanks to the Gov shutdown, the people like you that protect this country are not getting paid. However, I still am. Lunch is on me. Thank you for serving, ladies. Have a good day. And then when TV star Ellen DeGeneres heard about this single mum's generous act, she decided to reward her 300 times over. Ellen gave Sarah back the £27.75 she paid, plus a cheque for 10000 Love it. And Ellen is a paragon of kindness, isn't yeah. she? So Ellen... Ellen... She, 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 she's our weekday ritual. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what? I don't watch that much telly, but... Ellen is uh, always on in our house because everybody loves it. It's it's probably the only show that everybody in this house loves, right? Doctor Who. 
Doctor Who everybody loves. Doctor Who and Ellen uh, are, <laughs> are our... Um, Bit of a stretch for uh, comparison. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I, I, I'm not sure, but they're both pretty awesome people, Doctor Who and Ellen, aren't they? Yeah, but one of them... So, and now they're both women as well. Okay. So there are, there are comparisons you can make between Doctor Who and Ellen. But actually, I love the fact that Ellen does the same as uh, us in terms of just all she does is focus on the positives. She doesn't ignore the negative stuff, but she looks at life through a rose-tinted filter that means that what she wants to do is focus on what's good and not what's scary or bad or horrible. Mm, What do you think? Yeah, I was going to say kaleidoscope because, you know, that kind of jumbles everything up and when you see things through a kaleidoscope, you can always see the beauty of things a little bit more. Yeah, but rose-tinted glasses is normally the phrase people use to say that they look look at things particularly positively, isn't it? Um, I'm going to start a new trend. I'm going to start (laughs) calling it kaleidoscope. So, uh, so (laughs) apparently, we've redefined rose-tinted glasses. Uh, Looking at things positively, now is... I look at things through a kaleidoscope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that comes from. Um, I, what you mean? It's, me. it, 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 it looks like patterned and blurred and stuff like that. I, I, mean, I don't know. But yeah, Ellen is pretty awesome at, um, at just delivering happiness and kindness. So um, what's your next piece of kindness news? Okay. Girl comforted six-year-old flying alone to meet her grandma okay. gets rewarded by airline for her kindness. Okay. A girl comforted a six-year-old who was alone on a flight and was rewarded for her kindness by the airline. Emma Morgies, 10, and her dad, Philip, who runs the daddy-daughter hair factory in America... Uh, met- so, sorry, sorry. Can we just talk about the daddy-daughter hair factory <laughs> before, we, before we move on, <laughs> right? So the daddy-daughter hair factory... Now, I run a business, right? You don't. Should we start a business like of our own called the Daddy Daughter Hair Factory UK edition? No, and then, no, no, you know nothing about hair. <laughs> I've got enough left to worry about my hair. Well, I, I think I think if if you and I had turned up and went, actually, we're going to cut your hair. They'd take a look at both our hairs and go, "Are you are you joking? Are you are you seriously? Where what makes you two qualified? A semi bald bloke and a and a girl with a haystack on her head <laughs> to uh, cut my hair. So maybe not, Daddy Daughter. Uh, what's the name of the business? Uh, Daddy Daughter Hair Factory. We're not going to open the Daddy Daughter Hair Factory, but how about the Daddy Daughter Care Factory? Yeah, Is that a no? Daddy Daughter Scare Factory? Nah. Daddy Daughter Bear Factory? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, I'm giving up. I'm giving up. Okay. All right, carry Emma on with the story. Dad Philip, who runs the Daddy Daughter Hair Factory in America, met six year old Ellie while they were waiting for their flight. Okay. The pair chatted to Ellie mum, Ellie's mum, Cora, who explained Ellie was flying alone to visit her grandma in, o- in Orlando during the school holiday. Where were they flying from? Does it say? It doesn't say. Okay. Yet. Um, Emma offered to let Ellie sit next to her on the flight, much to Cora's relief. Philippe, Philip Morgese shared the story on his Facebook page on Mar- 6th of March, writing, We volunteered to keep an unaccompanied minor company during our flight home. It was her first time flying and I could tell she was nervous. Morgis continued, Emma got to be a big sister for her and even taught her how to braid. It was such an adorable experience. She offered to walk her to the bathroom and she chatted with the flight assistants while waiting for her to finish. Then she made sure she washed her hands. There are photos that show Elliot Emma and Ellie braiding their hair, watching programmes on Emma's tablet and playing Uno. Morgis explained when they landed, they accompanied Ellie to her aunt at the gate and saw her off. 
Emma, you're an amazing uh, girl with with a beautiful heart. You can be proud. You can be one, two, three. You can. Re- you can be blah, 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 blah. You, can, you can be really proud of yourself, and I'm sure your dad is proud of you too. Someone commented on the photos. Another person wrote, "You two are amazing, Emma. You were a stunning and adorable young lady." After seeing the story shared on Facebook, the airline Frontier Airlines wanted to reward Emma for her kindness on the flight. Yeah. Frontier Airlines messaged me and offered a gift certificate for Emma's next flight with them. Morgita wrote in his comments, how cool is that? Lovely, really, really beautiful. And the fact that, you know, you're there for other families to help them out. I mean, it's difficult sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to, uh, to organise travel plans. So uh, the fact that somebody can step into the breach, support your child travelling and and do that is is great news so i really like that story what's next okay because this is a bumper edition isn't it we're we're doing three kindness news stories yeah, in a row well, uh, while i was looking at this when i found like 20 sto- 20 stories were already done okay so yeah trying to avoid reading those ones out well we have done quite a lot. I mean, we're a decent number of episodes in now, so we've done quite a lot of kindness news, mm. but uh, I'm sure that we'll carry on finding the stories of kindness. So what's your third story? Okay. A good Samaritan has been applauded by people around the world for paying for an elderly woman's shopping when her car was declined. Ryan O'Donnell, 34, was in an Australian supermarket, Wyoming Coles, when he noticed the woman was having a difficulty paying. The dad, who was in the supermarket with his two young children, offered to pay for the shopping, which he's since confirmed cost less than $50, or £31. Yeah. O'Donnell's kind-hearted act was caught on camera by a fellow shopper who later posted the image on image to twitter where it's been liked more than 700 times on twitter many people have commented to praise o'donnell for his generosity yeah what a nice person human humans at their best one person wrote another added absolute champion there should be more people like him in the world if we all knew how to give think of how amazing life would be speaking to the daily mail australia o'donnell said the woman whose name is unknown asked how she could pay him back but he told her not to worry Realistically, it was, it was just because the lady reminded me of my mum and grandma, and that's oh. how my mum and dad me up. He said, "If you can help, you do it, and where and when it's to the best of your ability." Yeah. What a great guy! I love that. I love that, and the fact that um, uh, we do this together, and and hopefully we learn from each other about what kindness means. I mean, oh. certainly, yeah, having having a look at that, and you know, him saying. I wanted to help her out because he she reminded me of my mum. Uh, yeah. Is one of the reasons why we do this podcast, right? Because yeah. we want to just share together. And actually, I think I learn as much from you about kindness as you do from me, to be honest. But um, it's all good fun. So that was a massive bumper edition of Kindness News, right? Yeah. I mean, that was that was three stories we talked about Isn't flights. Oh, why have you got some extras? Got more. Have you got more? Share us as the as we are as this is a kindness news special bumper edition. I think we've got room for one more, right? One more, one more. One more. Okay, got him. Okay, a mum of three who was having a difficult shopping trip with her kids was touched by when a lady gifted her with a well-deserved treat, wine. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, good sir. Sorry, when- what's the what's the headline on this? Woman bribes mum with wine. <laughs> mum struggling at a supermarket with three kids, kids overwhelmed by strangers' random acts of kindness. Alex, good sir, twenty eight. Good sir, <laughs> good sir. Hello, Mr. Good, Mrs. Um, good sir. Uh, twenty eight from Australia was in Aldi with her, with her four year old daughter, two year old budget son, shopping. We like it. <laughs> an eight month old daughter who has hip dys. 
Blasia. Okay. Good Sir's youngest daughter was in a cast and couldn't fit in the trolley, so her eldest agreed to push her in the pram, whilst Good Sir did the... I haven't pronounced that right, otherwise I'd be really embarrassing. Uh, well, Good shop. Sir, yeah. how's it spelled? G-O-O-D-S-I-R. Yeah, that's Good Sir. That is a great name. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Alex, Mrs. Alex, or Miss, Miss Alex Good Sir. Um, needless to say, five minutes in, the young girl was tired and wasn't up for pushing the pram anymore. Gotcha. Here I was left with a trolley, pram, and two kids thinking hide and seek in the middle of the store was a good idea. Uh, good Sir told the Huffing- Huffington Post UK. Good Sir explained that after the hide and seek game was shut down, her kids proceeded having tra- tantrums. Tantrums were had over the fact Aldi didn't sell paddle pops, lo- the lollies, and that chocolate as a breakfast choice was not acceptable, she added. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking Good Sir. After we finished I like shopping, Alice Good Sir. And I, was at, and I was an absolute sweating mess. I was in the car park packing my car and an elderly couple came up to me. Good Sir was certain the couple were going to comment on the tantri- tantrums her kid had. Yeah, kids had yeah, yeah. The lady said, excuse me, miss. And I turned around expecting some worldly parenting advice, she told HuffPost UK. Instead, the kind stranger handed me two bottles of wine and said, parenting is hard at the best of times. Have a drink on us and, and know you survived the day. Oh, what a nice thing to do. Good sir, added, after feeling like I had failed as a parent that day, these kind, generous souls restored my faith in humanity. Yeah, but the problem is with that, Charlotte, you know, you know what the challenge is with that. You know I can't let mummy listen to this podcast now <laughs> because I know that mummy will turn around and go, Nobody's handed me wine for looking after Sophie. Just like sort of, that is a great thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I don't think uh, often enough people realise, and we've talked about this on the Kindness Project before, but people realise how genuinely difficult uh, parenting out in public is. So I'm just turn around and say, I've been there. Have some booze. I've never been handed gin for looking after children. I don't know <laughs> why. You look after children that are that much trouble. No, no, I don't actually. That's true. But yeah, that is awesome. Thank you, Charlotte, for um, a bumper kindness news haul. What's your at your four stories? What's your favourite? I can't remember. All. <laughs> I like the one that where Ellen popped up, yeah. and uh, weirdly, I like the one involving booze. So they're my two favourites. I like the one about the girl on the plane. I think that was nice. That was sweet. That was sweet. Um, and we'll see you next time. La, la, la. Have you got things on there, Charlotte? What are you up to? I was testing the mic volume. <laughs> I wonder what you was up to. Whilst you're doing that, I might have a test of my slurp of tea. It's going to be bland. It's going to be bland. So, um, it's bland. that, bland, it's that, it's that, boom, it's that time of the, uh, it's that time of the podcast again that we, um, wrap it up, wrap it up, but the end isn't ever really the end, is it? The end is nigh. The end is nigh, but the end also means we do what? <laughs> Clap our legs. <laughs> Slap our legs with a funny style. <clears throat> last week's question of the podcast, this week, last week, this week. Yeah, something like that. And last week's question of the podcast was, if you could steal one skill or attribute from each of your parents, what would it be? So what was your answer? My confidence and mummy's brains, looks, charm, everything else. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so would what would you like some of our listeners' answers? Yes. John, John, John Boy Cook, friend of the show, said... Uh, Oh, that's really tough. Uh, okay, in terms of what I, I've inherited, 
accepted dad's work ethic and mum's kind-heartedness so uh quite um uh kindness news related kindness news john cook edition um we might have to make one of those one of these days yeah true (laughs) uh uh, friend of the show and mother-in-law uh, of me and the grandmother of you, Robbie White. Yes. Says, Both of my parents were very loving and giving. They were also considerate, kind and thoughtful towards others, which I think I've inherited. Also, brains and good looks. She's just shoving it all out there, isn't she? Yeah, like, I so, want the full package. I'm, I want not, a full deck of cards. Not only loving and giving, giving, considerate, kind and thoughtful, they also have brains and good looks. Cassie inherited the same brains and good looks and the skill of baking and cooking. She's not even satisfied with considerate, kind, thoughtful, loving, giving, brains and good looks. She's had to add baking and cooking at the end as well. Exactly. Yes, yeah, that's a good one. Jacqueline Hall said, I've inherited my mum's determination and my dad's work ethic. Work ethic seems to be a trend. Work ethic does seem to be a trend. A uh, uh, friend of the show, Justin Gaffney, said, from my mother, her cooking skills, baking seems to be a trend. <laughs> and from my father... His follicular abilities. He's late 70s and still a full, thick head of hair, unlike my bald head. So, uh, I am going bald. Um, <laughs> why are you understatement. It's not an understatement. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going the good kind of bald, though, because I'm going bald backwards. And you got... He's going bald from the middle out. So you're not going to notice it until he's like lost the front and the back. Until it's too late. <laughs> um, and yes. Or unless he turns sideways because you can see the little gap. Um, and, and we've got some awesome stories of kindness this week. Uh, Nigel Mathers, uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Got a lot of friends of the show. <laughs> we're, we're a friendly show. Um, <laughs> did a bit of a uh, um, reader's stories of kindness travel edition. Ooh. Um, he drove over 500 kilometres on a 12-hour stint across the French and Swiss Alps to get an emergency passport from the British Embassy in Bern via Châtel, Morzine and Geneva so the girl who lost her passport could come back home to see their mother who was very ill. So that was like an epic journey across France um, and Switzerland to help a daughter whose mum was very ill. That is an awesome story of kindness. And Nigel Mathers is um, sort of in a position where he might have to get his own kindness notes because he keeps on... Um, contributing to this section. Con- contributing to the stories of kindness. And then he just posted a picture on Facebook of um, Batman and Superman. Now, don't pick up your part, Nigel. We'll tell you when you're close to superhero status. And um, something nice happened to me uh, when I asked this question. Um, because my old dinner lady, Anita, yeah. okay, um, asked me to do a favour for her and give her some advice about, some career advice about her grandson, which I was happy to try and help with. Her grandson's coming to university. Yeah. Um, so we spent about half an hour chatting on the phone about all sorts of things that might be able to help her grandson. So happy to help Anita. And thanks for the Facebook message saying what I did was quite kind. I appreciate that. So, so that's all I've got for this end of the show. Yeah. Shall we see you next time? See you next time. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.